Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Well, good morning, Kathy. How are you uh, today? Good morning. Doing great. <laughs> it's been a been a good week around here. Um, I wanted to point out for our viewers, our podcasters will not um, know the difference. However, for our viewers, you know, Rich and I do tape these early ahead of time for the holidays. And so just so that you would have the pleasure of having a little bit of Christmas behind you as December comes, even though we're taping this in November, I did put up some Christmas decor for us. Yep. Um, so yeah, a little bit of Christmas cheer in the in the view because it's coming. <laughs> it's coming, yeah. Yeah, we've got uh, uh, we've got our house started to be decorated for Christmas, so trees up already, and uh, so we're having a good time doing that. Um, Dan has actually um, caved. This is the first year I've told you before. He puts up just. A crazy number of outdoor lights mm. and so um, he has finally decided this year he's got a few guys from work coming over um, with some ladders and tools and whatever and, and he's paying three different guys to come over and help him so it's not all on him this year <laughs> but he's excited uh, for that <laughs> he's a smart man <laughs> <laughs> you know there comes a time when you just can't quite pull it all off yeah. right <laughs> yeah It'll be fun to fun to watch it. Um, in our, our front of our house, we <laughs> uh, we have some fairly decent um, uh, blue spruce evergreen, and they've grown pretty mm -hmm. tall. And uh, last year, uh, Joshua, who was a senior in high school, and now he's a you know freshman in college at now Baylor. Now he's at Baylor, yeah. Uh, doing quite well, by the way. And uh, oh, good. Um, he he helped me put uh, lights on these trees on these big, mm -hmm. big, big spruces. And so, you know, we, we put them up and they're beautiful. And so, <laughs> uh, I just left them there all year. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just going to plug them back in. I'm going to just plug them back <laughs> in, you know, that, uh, cause they're, you know, because they're green strings and it's green. It ever, hides evergreen, it a little bit. <laughs> you can't, you, nobody, nobody ever noticed. Nobody said, Hey, what are your lights doing? They couldn't even notice it. So I'm going to see if it worked and it, you know, if I, uh, with the weather and the wind and all that. You may you know. have to do a little adjusting. That yeah. is what we have found before when we've tried to do that is yeah. the wind will reshape where the lines are some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do I have to do adjusting and or did, you know, did some of the lights, you know, go down and, you know, it's going to be oh, that's a, true. going to be a problem. So we'll have to see about that. Uh, well, we've been um, in our, our series of uh, uh, believing prayer, uh, connecting to the life of the spirit uh, that we've, hopefully helped everybody uh, look at prayer differently. Uh, it's not a wish list. It's not even, it's not even a, uh, uh, the way that you pray, because typically, um, again, and this is kind of funny, uh, if you, like for example, when you, when you pray in a group, mm -hmm. uh, people close their eyes and bow their heads. Right. Uh, and that's how we typically think of prayer is, well, 
I'm just talking to God, but I'm telling God things and then uh, we'll see what happens. Um, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, it's it's kind of a, uh, a difference of what we're trying to show here is that um, it's it's life with God. Right. Uh, it's dialogue. It's going back to the way the disciples were uh, mm-hmm. during their three years where they were in constant communication with God. Uh, right. And the way that they functioned with God and processed with God was just dialogue and asking questions, mm-hmm. talking, discussing amongst themselves, uh, you know, with Christ. And so prayer is just like, just think of it as being life with God. You're always, that's mm-hmm. why you can pray without ceasing, is we can be with God all the time because we can, he can interrupt, we can talk, we can ask, we can question, we can be talking to him um, all the time, which is what, you know, prayer is supposed to be. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just receiving and and we remember it it all boils down to uh his statement and he said well how do we pray he says uh thy kingdom come Mm -hmm. you got to be with me in the kingdom and again as we've talked about it it's really simple uh he's the king and i'm not i'm surrendering my will to the king and walking with him being led by the holy Mm -hmm. spirit who's resident in me so i'm being led by the king Uh, And then two is thy will be done. Uh, What is your will? Because you know more than I do. You you have plans. And and, and see, it's about the super abundant life, Mm -hmm. Uh, the covenant. I can deliver to you blessed to be a blessing. I can deliver to you resolution to the very issues of life. Why? He says, because you're going to have them. Right. In the world, you're living in a world. You're not living in the Garden of Eden. You're living in a world that's been handed over to the authority of Satan and is kill, steal, and destroy. And yeah, you got problems all the time mm-hmm. uh, that are happening and things aren't quite working. And I'm not sure, you know, should I go this way or should I go that way? Um, we were just actually talking, uh, uh, Aiden, who's a junior in high school, and he's going he's gonna to be, you know, senior next year, getting ready to go to college. Uh, and... Uh, he uh, plays in the worship band uh, at uh, school, at his high school, Christian mm-hmm. high school, uh, as a drummer. Uh, right, very he, talented he's drummer, super, as I remember. Super yeah. talented, super talented drummer. And, uh, and so we got, to go, we got to go to chapel yesterday uh, and, and observe, you know, him... Uh, you know, That's great. Uh, playing the drums, you know, and and uh, doing the worship uh, time, and it was it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, but afterwards, uh, we were meeting with some other couples, um, and they were already talking about uh, their children wanting to find out where the right school is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like this one. I don't like this one. I want this one. I don't want this one. Uh, Linda and I said, are you excited about that? Right. The answer was not really. Uh, mm. Because what if they make a mistake? And uh, what if they want to go uh. to a place, they don't want to go to a place that I think they should go. And mm-hmm. and Linda, Linda, you know, was really beautiful. She said, you guys are looking at it all backwards. Uh, Good for her. She said, yeah. she said, <laughs> she said, God already knows the answer to this. Mm-hmm. And your role is to facilitate together with your child to discover 
actually the answer to God's will because um, he already knows. And, and he said he knows way more than we know because mm-hmm. we can look at it, you know, what's the best subject, the school that has the best subject for this child, I should, they should go right. there or uh, they got to go to a Christian school because of... Uh, we and, can put a lot of our own expectations and desires on there yeah. that we haven't surrendered to God, yeah. right? And and she said, if you approach it with God already knows the answer and where that is, is going to be best and none better mm-hmm. for a variety of reasons. Friendships, maybe meeting a mate, uh, enjoyment, uh, preparation. Mm-hmm. There's something about that place that God already knows is very, very best wouldn't you like to discover that? And right. they and they said, yeah, I kind of would, you know. And and we said you actually could enjoy this because mm-hmm. of the ability to pray and discuss and process and let God reveal to you what it was. And we and we talked a little bit about uh, Joshua mm-hmm. and uh, Anna, yeah, uh, and Reagan, and that um, they were doing the same thing. Uh, they had ideas. They had thoughts. Uh, mm-hmm. Joshua, when he was looking at it, he was actually pretty thinking, uh, pretty solid on his thinking that he wanted to go to Texas A&M mm-hmm. uh, for a variety of reasons. Uh, and so, but he, he said, I, that's kind of what I think, but I want your will, God, show me your will. Right. Uh, and then through and a... Ver- he was open to seeking that in th- so many different through ways a, through a a vari- alongside community. Yeah. And through a variety of things, he got led to Baylor mm-hmm. and he confirmed it. And, and uh, you know, and because I, I asked him, do you, are you confident? Are you settled? Are you at peace that that's your school? Yes. God confirmed it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I know that, that I know that I know that I know. And of course, now he is in his first semester and we're seeing some of the fruit of that. Yes. Uh, friendships, enjoyment, uh, the things that he's, uh, you know, having a good time with at school. I know the same thing for Anna and Reagan, because uh, yes, we kind of walked sure. through that together, uh, that uh, the, the ability of prayer mm-hmm. is to know that God says, in my kingdom, which, I, which is where I need mm-hmm. you to walk, I have the answer for everything of life. Right. And it's going to be good. Uh, mm-hmm. So just spend time with me and learn to receive it and enjoy the receiving of it, even when you got a problem or even when you got a big decision is don't let it be uh, oppressive. Um, and so, you know, Linda, I think is going to help uh, particularly some of these women with, uh, okay, how do we do that? Because uh, they, right. they already recognize it. That's great. I'm already in stress about it. And Linda says, mm-hmm. you, don't, you don't really need to be. Uh, we have that we have well, the, and what a beautiful gift this will be to their children to teach them to walk through yeah. decision making this way one simply to put them exactly where God wants them in the center of his will but two just equipping them with this life skill yes of being able to truly seek God surrender your will find out what his best is and step into it yep uh, I have another couple um, they have uh, they have two children already in college Mm-hmm. Um, and they called us up, uh, this is just this last, last week. And they called us up and said, uh, well, both of our boys are questioning their, their decisions about their schools. And mm. he said, one 
is saying, maybe I'm not even cut out to be in this chosen, what I think is my profession. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm supposed to do something different and go to a different, go to a different place, meaning not even college, but something else. Right. Uh, and the other one is, uh, maybe there's a different school for me. There's, there's reasons why I'm not enjoying this. And they said, what do we do? And, mm-hmm. and their, and their, and their question was really funny. How do we help them, help them decide to stay where they're supposed to stay? <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, and I said, well, uh, I said, let's go back to some real simple things. You know, do you believe that God knows the answer? Mm-hmm. Yes. Are you okay if God has a different answer than where they are now because he wants to lead them to something new? Are you okay with that? And they, they, they said, yeah, it really, if that's God's will. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, now think about it. If that's God's will, mm-hmm. but either I'm not sure I can ever discover that, or shouldn't we just tell him what we should we should want? Aren't aren't we the recipients and and the dictators of his will? And I said, well, your role isn't to tell him what to do. Your role is to walk him into hearing what God wants to do. Yes. And I said, I actually, I said this will be a beautiful time for you and your family to come together and process together the answers that God already knows through mm-hmm. this aspect of dialogue and prayer and seeking his will. Uh, and I said, it'll really be fun. I said, so if you back up a step and don't try to enforce your will and get your, get your will out of the way, let's go find out. How, and by the way, uh, it could be that he wants them to stay there. I said, that's okay too. It's all about what's best and none better. And I said, interesting mm-hmm. enough, because you have two kids kind of at the same place, why don't you do that as, as a family uh, and, and help each other? And I'll show you what to do. Um, and I said, by the way, to start with, um, uh, and we did this, we did this with Joshua, you did this with Anna and Reagan, mm-hmm. is, well, what is it that you have on your heart? What's, imp- mm-hmm. what's important to you? Uh, what are you? What's on your thought life? It's not about deciding anything, just, just process what's the truth. And what, well, do you, what, right what, do you, what do you need yeah. to know? And so I said, you know, for these two kids, why don't you have them write down? Uh, I said, there's going to be two things to start with. One, why are they even thinking of making a change? Mm-hmm. There's something going on. And I said, don't censor anything. Just write everything down. Uh, I'm thinking of making a change because. Right. And they're thinking about it. So write it down. Uh, and then I said, okay, once you get that, kind of set that aside. And say, okay, now, separate from that, what is important to you? What, what's exciting to you? What, what is things that you're looking toward that would thrill your heart of what would be important for God to answer for you to say this, you're in the right spot? And that'll be a mm-hmm. whole, whole different discussion. I said, with those two things, now we can start to process where's the issue, what's the truth, where to go looking, where to go seeking, how do we do that to get to God's answer? Remember, it's step by step by step. Right. And you're going to be in dialogue with each other and dialogue with God through the process, you know, so that... And this is actually, it can be a fun and exciting process. It doesn't need to be dreaded. <laughs> well, okay, now think about what you just said. Why would that be? Why can anything, by the way, even even with, I got big problems, 
Mm-hmm. I got big financial problems. I've got big relationship problems. I've got big problems at work. Um, I've got big problems at church. Uh, this thing just happened to me. Um, why can that actually still be exciting? Because in this place, when you invite God into it and you seek his will on it, you get to see him show off. Yeah. (laughs) You get to hear his voice. You get to watch him do what only he can do. And as he unfolds it and you get to see with confidence what he's doing, it's an adventure. It is. And you're stepping into what's best, not better. But there is nothing. Once you experience that, that's what I always tell people. It's like, even if you start with something just as small as can be and just try processing it this way and watch what God does. Once you experience that, you won't want to process any other way. No, no, because you get the God of the universe who guides and leads you into the very, very best. And by the way, it's enjoyable to discover. And we'll talk, we'll talk more about this in terms of, uh, because again, our, our thought, like, like for example, uh, these couples about schools or these guys about their kids. Okay. God knows the answer. Yes. Well then Mm -hmm. just tell me the answer. Right, right. Uh, what's, what school? Just what school should they go to? Let's get it over with. Well, there's a whole discovery process to it. There's mm-hmm. a walking to it. There's a step by step to it that is part of life, and that's why prayer looks like what the disciples did. Mm-hmm. Is the disciples get it all day one? No, um, they would be in the middle of things, and God didn't tell them. Look, here's the answer. Go, go do this. It would be. It would be well. What's your thought about this? Uh, how did you respond mm-hmm. to that? Hey, let's go find out a little bit more. Let me teach you another piece of it, step by step by step. And they learned it over a long period of time. Right. And by the way, they then learned, as they now had the Holy Spirit within them, to stay in that same mode. It, it wasn't yeah. like, just give me the answer. It was, I'll walk with you step by step by step. Right. I'll give you the... Um the mom version of that uh, real quick as it's Christmas time. And so of course this is on my brain, but building a gingerbread house with your children, (laughs) you know, you could, I could go out right now and go to a store and buy some beautiful one that's already made and come set it on the counter and it's there to enjoy and look at. And it's great. Or you can buy the different pieces, the kit, you, you and your child can go together and decide what would what would go beautifully on it and whatever. And you take the time and the process to step by step by step build it. And honestly, each little piece, good and bad, carries with it as you put that together, memories of what that walk was and things that are ingrained in you that you learn about each other in conversation, in mistakes, in things that go well, all of that. And then when it is perfectly put together, you were able to look at that much differently than the store-bought one that sits on the table because it represents an entire journey that you've gone on with your child. Right, right. And I think about that with us and God and these pieces as we go step-by-step with him, each piece is teaching us something new about him. We are enjoying our conversation together. We're enjoying life together as we do it. And there can be some mistakes and some mishaps and things that have to be refinagled and put together differently. But in that journey, every bit of it is represented in that place that then we can look back and we actually have rocks of remembrance and things that we look at and we see, remember this, this is what God did here. Remember this, this is how he did this. And it is a much more beautiful picture for us to hold on to than if we had just bought it in one fell swoop and stuck it up to look at. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, and as we talk about uh, the beauty of it, you know, we know that there's hindrances to it. We've talked about it last time about, um, you know, the fact that we regard iniquity in our heart. Uh, we have wrong motives, uh, self-centered. I want to do it my way. Um, I have, um, uh, you know, resistance in my heart. I'm not willing to follow. I don't believe God can get me the answer. Um, I'm not willing to be persuaded that what God has to say is true. Um, I have anger and bitterness and unforgiveness, and I'm not willing to let God resolve any of these for me. Um, and he said that actually prevents you because uh, in order to receive my will and my discovery, mm-hmm. you have to be in the kingdom, surrender to me, and let me then guide you instead of you walking away. Mm-hmm. So just think of what hindrance our, our, our prayer life is. Well, we just walk away from it. Right. Uh, either we don't do it at all or we're doing it really with our own uh, hindrances built in and we just think God should do what we want and when he doesn't I'm not happy anyway so why bother so right. uh, as we talk more about that uh, there is another element and it's the fact that there is a spiritual dimension going on and we do have an enemy so mm-hmm. if you would uh, go to Ephesians 6 and go ahead and just read uh uh, 10 through 14. Uh, the whole section sure. there is is uh, very valuable, but let's just look at uh, 10, uh, Romans 6, 10 to 14. Sure. It says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in the heavenly places. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. Okay. And uh, take the, I keep going. Or yeah, no? go ahead. Just go ahead and okay. we'll, we'll talk about it because yeah. he talks about prayer here. Okay. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, praying always with prayer and supplication mm-hmm. in the spirit, being watchful to the end with all perseverance and supplication for all the saints. Uh, through 220, go ahead and through 20. Okay. And for me, that utterance may be given to me, that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains, that in it I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Okay, so he says that um, uh, as you understand prayer, uh, you got to understand something, that there's a spiritual dimension going on. Mm-hmm. And the enemy and the demonic uh, are, are working. Okay, now... Let's, let's think about how simple this is. Um, God says to us, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Right. Um, I have a will. Mm-hmm. It's best and none better. It's covenant. It's super abundant life. It's resolution of difficult things. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I'm inviting you to receive it. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to force it on you. And it's not automatic. Uh, so be careful as a believer to just say everything happens as God's will. No. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's an invitation. And he says two simple things. You got to be in my kingdom. And you got to let me deliver my will. Why? Because I can, I, can, I can make it happen. 
Mm-hmm. See, it's not it's not maneuvering better through life and managing it better. It's it's the ability of God to supernaturally make things different to deliver his will because he can do it. He has the power to do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, now because there's a spiritual element to it, what's the what's the goal of Satan? Just steal, kill, and destroy. Okay, and to thwart God's mm-hmm. will. Absolutely. Is uh, because God's will is good. God's will restores. God's will mm-hmm. uh, takes what's destroyed, what's killed, what's what's stolen, and brings it back to harmony. Mm-hmm. Um, and Satan says, "I'm going to work against that." Uh, okay, so if I'm if I have a heart to follow God's will, well, first of all, um, I'm going to be a object of Satan's attention. Mm-hmm. Okay, now for those that are already outside the kingdom, not following God's will, and I'm talking about believers, mm-hmm. he doesn't really have to pay much attention to them. Right, uh, because they're not truly a threat. Right, <laughs> they're not. They're not a threat because they're already following self. Mm-hmm. And are are at enmity against God already, and work not fulfilling God's will because God can't deliver it to them, right? Because they're not in the kingdom. Okay, so that we have a heart to follow. Yes, I want to be in the kingdom. Yes, I want to follow His will. Now, we are going to get the attention of Satan because right because kind of got a target on our back. I'm right? going to try to move. <laughs> I'm going to try to move you away mm-hmm. uh, from that. Okay, so think of and it says, be careful of the wiles, the strategies, the tactics mm-hmm. of Satan, because you're really not mm-hmm. dealing in the natural flesh, right. flesh and blood only. You're dealing with powers and principalities. Mm-hmm. Okay, now remember, Satan is not God. Right. He's not omniscient, not omnipresent, not omnipotent. Um, it's not a battle of equals. Uh, right. And interesting enough, we already know something about what happened at the cross. What did Jesus do at the cross? He defeated Satan. He already defeated him. And mm-hmm. he, has no, he has no power in the presence of God, which, by the way, is why God keeps saying, walk with me in the kingdom. Right. Okay, now, this is tricky. That's where all power and authority it's is. It's a little now. tricky. Is that, okay, great. I'll be with you in the kingdom and nothing bad will happen to me. Uh, no. Um, you're walking in both places at the same time. Mm-hmm. So that while you're walking in the world that is subject to this kill, steal, and destroy, and, and it's going to happen, and in the world you're going to have that trouble, you can have the power of the kingdom walking with you at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can overcome the difficulty of the world or the decisions you need to make or the problems you got to have. Okay, so Satan, his schemes are really kind of simple. Uh, he does it through observation. Uh, and he looks at cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what is he looking for? If if I receive God's will in the kingdom, what is he looking for? I'm I'm not sure exactly what. He wants me to exit the kingdom. Oh yeah. Uh, what causes me to walk away and go back to self? Mm-hmm. And by the way, James talks about this. He says God doesn't tempt you. Right, but it's your own selfish desires. It, he right? says uh, Satan appeals to self, and mm-hmm. then opens up a doorway for you to exit. And he said, if you can come outside of the kingdom, mm-hmm. God's will will not be done. 
Right. So I'm going to try to get you outside the kingdom and I'm walking, I'm watching, okay, what happens? Like, for example, um, if somebody gets too busy, they get tired and weary and stressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they react and they cause conflict problems with their wife or their kids or their husband uh, or family or friends. Um, and so what then does Satan want to do? I'm going to get you busy. Right. I'm going to get you tired because I know Honestly, it. Looking for the triggers that'll the, pull the tri- you out. The trigger or uh, what causes you anger uh, because mm-hmm. of something your your spouse or your kids do or... Um, you know, how's your, how's your day going? You know, for me. And even I think like sometimes like childhood wounds or not even childhood, but overall wounds that we have that the enemy recognizes if I do something to press that wound, then I'm going to trigger a reaction from them and they will step out of the kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's a, it's a pattern that uh, has happened because we live in a difficult mm-hmm. world and we've learned certain things about uh, the way our parents treated us and how we react to problems and issues. And it carries us to fear, carries us to anxiety, carries us to worry. Uh, injustice happens to be a big one. Uh, mm-hmm. Is that um, uh, I see, it seems like injustice has more power and I really bothers me. And whenever I see it, particularly, and I'm not talking about me personally, but when other people say, uh, Whenever that happens, I overreact and I right. get, I get upset. And want to take justice in your own hands. Yeah. And, and ven- want to, vengeance yeah. is mine, you know, instead of the mm-hmm. vengeance is the Lord. So that um, the enemy is observing your patterns mm-hmm. and the trigger, like you use the word trigger, um, is what can I do to cause a circumstantial trigger mm-hmm. to carry you out of the kingdom and not receive God's will? Right. Because um, if you're in God's will, you're going to experience the power, the might, the beauty, the wonder, the abundant life of God. And by the way, other people will say, is that possible for me? And you're Mm going to show them the same thing. And you're building the strength of the kingdom of God. And the enemy is trying to thwart it all. Right. Uh, So that, you know, we talked about our own hindrances is just don't have a heart to be with God. Mm-hmm. But the enemy, even if you have a heart to be with God, the enemy is working uh, really hard to try to move you away from receiving God's will. Right. Uh, In fact, as you talk about that, I'm reminded, and I, I know you do these kind of things with people too, but a lot of times when... Um, I'm talking with someone and there's something they're really struggling where they can see this is where the enemy wins all the time on them. You know, whether it's an anger trigger or a way that they speak to their children in response or, you know, whatever. One of the things that I'll do is I suggest to them actually um, keeping a notebook out and making note of what happened when that response came out, you know, or whatever, you know, however you responded that you saw, okay, I stepped out of the kingdom right there, make a note of what it is, because paying attention to those, you can then go back and look and begin to see and ask God to show you what is the trigger? What's at the root of this trigger? Because we actually need to seal that off so that it is no longer a place that the enemy can have authority and and continue to poke it. But yeah. we need to see what it is clearly to be able to allow God to heal it and seal it up so the enemy can't keep triggering it. Right. That's and right. so, you know, paying attention to those things and actually keeping track of it, I think, is a helpful way for God to begin to reveal it to us. That's right. Yeah. We'll talk. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about this because this is a big deal uh, that um, 
if we get past the point of, well, we're hindering our own progression because we're so mm-hmm. stubborn or we're, we've decided it doesn't matter, we're, gonna, we're not going to follow God. When we finally make that decision that, no, I really do want to live in the kingdom. Yes, I do want to receive God's will. Now there's a spiritual element that has mm-hmm. elevated itself that we have to be aware of so that we know how to counteract it mm-hmm. and not let that happen to us so that we can remain where he really doesn't have any power over us. And we'll, and we'll talk about that. Right. We'll talk about that next time. Great. So we're going to get a little bit more deeper into this. So uh, Sounds great. It'll be a good thing. Yep. So we, great. we will. Well, thank you for joining us, everyone. Looking forward to the next one as we dig into that even deeper. And as always, if this has raised questions for you, send them in to us at questions at afjministry.com and we will be happy to bring them up. Yep. All right. We'll see you soon. So, yep. Thanks so much. All Take right. care. Yep. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.